Hello, I'm Laura Furiosi, divorced mother of three, and I'm here with my mother, Lynette Galvin, with 35 years' experience in family law. You're listening to the Divorce Course Podcast. Through our candid discussions, we hope to help you through your divorce or de facto separation. We will be answering the most commonly asked questions and covering the stages and steps that you will face on your way to freedom. Hello, and welcome to the Divorce Course Podcast. Welcome back, Mum. Hello, Laura. And today we are covering a, um, basically we've broken down the parenting orders or parenting plans into 12 sections. 12, 12 agreements. 12 agreements. Yeah. It's, um, and in our divorce course online, we talk you through every single one in, in minute detail. Yes. <laughs> um, and But we thought it'd be a good idea for people who don't have an understanding of what a parenting plan or a parenting order has mm. in it. Yes. Because it does seem like a big, scary document with lots of words. It, it does. And there's... and. You don't know what you've missed out until you encounter it. Yeah, <laughs> you that's know, true. until you come up on that day and you go, "Oh, damn, we didn't we put didn't... anything in about Easter." Or... Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, um, did you want to give us a quick rundown of what the the twelve are, and then okay. we'll go into each of them in depth? Alrighty. So, um, the twelve agreements, I, I, I say it like this. Okay, uh, first one is the long term parental responsibility for the kids. So that's the big decisions. Um, number two is the day-to-day parental responsibility for the kids, and that's, you know, when they're with you, what they get for tuck shop or lunch or what they have for tea. For tea. Uh, ter- the third one is uh, time that the children spend with you during term, and the fourth one is the time the kids spend with the other party during mm. term. So number five is holidays, school holidays. Uh, number six is changeovers, where that might be. I think half the planet's changing over at Macca's these yeah, days. Yeah. Uh, uh, Christmas Day is number seven. Easter's number eight. Uh, the children's birthdays is number nine, and that could be usually all the kids go on any child's birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, number 10 is phone time. 11 is exchanging information between you both, whether you use a parenting app or, or text or whatever. And number 12 is for respect, and and usually you put an order in there that neither party will speak badly of the other family, nor will they allow anyone else um, to be, or not allow the children to be in the vicinity of anyone else who's going to talk trash about okay. the other family. Well, that that seems pretty straightforward, and really, when you think about it, in your co-parenting world, that that pretty much covers all the main sections of co-parenting and looking after the children's lives so yeah that's that's pretty good basic coverage of everything obviously if you're in a situation where your children have special medical needs or something like that then there's obviously going to be other parts to your parenting agreement yes. yeah so yeah. but this is a good basics for us to talk about today yeah. on the podcast i think so yeah. i think it's a good matrix and and as for time with the other party or with you we always say in the orders we start off with that the kids will spend all times as agreed mm. between the parties but failing agreement these are the times they spend. So that allows for a little bit of give and take. You can swap take. some days yep. and things like that. So let's start with number one. <clears throat> okay. So the first agreement that you need to come to, well, it's not the first, but one of the agreements. It, yeah, it's the main one. Is I the think. long-term parental, parental responsibility. responsibility. So what does that mean? Okay, so um, if you hadn't separated each of you has responsibility for the kids on your own so one of you on your own could authorize surgeries or name changes because you're still a couple and each of you has full parental responsibility uh what the court does is 
it can allocate either sole parental responsibility to one of the parents, um, or they can say that each of you is equally responsible. That means you both have to talk about things and do things together. So you've got to decide that. Mostly um, long-term parental responsibility is shared, equal shared parental responsibility, um, and it had to be an extraordinary case where only one person had parental responsibility so unless you've got some extra extraordinary thing going on in your family situation Mm -hmm. then most likely it's going to be shared parental responsibility with both parents parents and so the the for long term yeah so um we've got specific wording that you can use depending on what you want in our course but Mm. um if you are going through this with a lawyer or if you've been presented something have a look at that and make sure that that is in there that's in there and that you're not agreeing to sole parental responsibility to the other person if you are the one if you want to be part of responsibility for your child so be careful with that um, number two is day-to-day. So what kind of things do we cover it, in that section? It's pretty pretty basic stuff, like how they get to school, whether they catch the bus or you drive them. Um, uh, does that need to know. be in there? Yes, so- it does, because otherwise if if you don't have um, resp- each to have sole responsibility when the child's with you for the little stuff, mm-hmm. it means you've got to cooperate and get buy-in from the other party um, just to see what they're going to have for lunch. Okay. So it's just based on the other party. So they're really mirrors and of each term other. Term time or, means what, school term? Yeah, during yeah. school term. So it's not your school holidays. It's not um, public holidays and weekends, really. Uh, well, it can be weekends. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's, it's just, just the during the school term. terms. Yeah. And so is that where you specify, basically, um, like, for example, if it's 50-50, they'll spend one week with the mother and then one week with the father. That's right. Or four. Four, four days with mum one week and three days with mum the next week, however you like to slice and dice it. Or if it's, you know, um, five days um, a fortnight with uh, – five days a fortnight with one parent, eight uh, eight days, does that add up? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, all right. So yeah. you've got your day-to-day, which is no, pretty – No, it doesn't add up. No. <laughs> well, six, you're a lawyer, six. not a mathematician. <laughs> we'll forgive you, mum. Yeah. So that's your term time with you and then number four is term time with, with them. them. So you just need to make that super clear – Get a, get a print out a calendar yeah. and mark it out and make sure you haven't accidentally left a huge gap when you're not seeing the kids or or when the kids aren't seeing you. Mm. Um, you know, if, if, you, if you don't get it right, you could have in, in um, like, uh, consequences that you didn't really expect. Mm, so, yeah. That's true. Mm. So maybe um, when you do having considering that and, like Mum said, get a calendar and mark mm-hmm. it out, have a little think, okay, well, what happens after when we go to holidays? Or what happens when we come back from holidays? Is someone going right. to have the kids longer? Who, who and starts? Is, yeah. Yep. And also um, those, those pupil-free days. Yeah, do they count? Do, <laughs> do they, they not count? count? Do they not count? So that's, um, you know, obviously if you want to have a plan that is going to last 10 years till the children are old enough, you're probably going to be, it's going to be very hard to do specific dates for every year. So it's no, usually yeah. week on, week off or seven days you know yes, whatever from monday yeah. till thursday with this parent from thursday till next yeah. whatever with that parent yeah okay um, yeah all right so what's the next one after those ones because they're pretty straightforward yeah so and we talked about the holidays no well yeah we did start we so holidays to, is number five yeah so holidays is number five and um often we say look it, at least in queensland and i think in most of the other states there's a couple of weeks at Easter, a couple of weeks around June, July, a couple of weeks in September, 
and then a big chunk at, at Christmas. Mm. So you can say um, it depends on what people's availability is, but often in those shorter holidays through the year, you might have one week each. Mm. And one way of doing it is that uh, one person has the first week in um, every even-numbered year and then the next time they have the first uh, the other person sorry has the first week in the odd numbered years or something like that work okay, it out that's good um and then uh christmas is a different kettle of fish because we've got to work out who has the kids over christmas day so some people just go half half some people go week about mm. um so the kids aren't too far along so with holidays just going back to that yeah. obviously term time is 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 during school holidays is different but um if people have babies is it still a good idea to 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 differentiate term time from holidays if if the children are going for overnights by then if their children aren't too little to um otherwise if you are doing these agreements why not look ahead and say that you know when jimmy starts school then this is the arrangement you know well Uh, it saves you going back to it does and and they used to call them stepped orders Mm. and uh one of the old judges used to love doing them so that so that you had it mapped out and everyone knew where they stood Mm. that's good Mm. and and with holidays the other thing is the definition of the holiday so how how is it a good idea so there's no ambiguity because in orders if there's ambiguity if there's a anything's left to guess that's where there can be fights if if you've got a conflict person on the other side or a, or a manipulative controlling they'll <clears throat> they'll wiggle around whatever wiggle room there is mm. um it depends sometimes people talk about the gazetted school holidays for the for the terms um but the problem with that is that weekends don't count mm. so sometimes it's a good idea to put a definition in it when the holidays start so mm-hmm. you might say the holidays start at 3 p.m after school on the last day of term four or yeah. the term, and they finish at, um, I don't know, 5 o'clock on the Sunday or the day before school starts again. Yeah. And then a formula for calculating perhaps if it's going to be a changeover or the middle of that. Yeah. 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 Okay. And so, yeah, if you can define what your term of a holiday is yep. in, in the actual parenting orders. plan or parenting orders, plan, yep. then you are going to have less room for fighting so it whether you use the what they call the gazetted school holidays which is a government website so you're going off that or whether you say the last day of the holiday mm-hmm. last day of school to the beginning of the next day um your start of school all right so that's holidays mm. so that's something you can sit down obviously yes. all of these things would take a long time they to do. discuss a long time to consider then a long time to negotiate so we're just going through just to give you guys a rough brief overview of kind of what we go into in the mm. divorce course but also what you should be considering whether you're at the beginning of your divorce or whether you're halfway through yeah um so the next one is changeovers and that's a biggie yeah. Yes, so this, we're sort of building a scaffold, aren't we, Rose, with yeah. 12 things. But, yeah, changeovers can be a biggie or it can be an absolute non-event. So yes. Some people, if you've got an amicable partner or if you've got, a, um, you know, no trouble really, mm. um, the changeovers should be at each other's houses or sometimes at schools. Mm. You know, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, if there's high conflict or um, if there's been de- domestic violence, the changeovers may need to take place at a public place um, or even sometimes if there's supervised time it might have to be at the contact centre. So it changeover simply when you hand the kids over for their time with the other parent and when you get them back 
for the other parent. And it might be different for school term time and holiday time. So sit down and look at your year mm. and work it out. And have a think, what's going to work best for the kids? Yes. How, how can you limit their travel time? Yes. You know, so if it's, it might be easier for you to drive them all the way to, from Whoop Whoop to Idaho, but it might be easier to do the handover after school so the kids aren't going from place to place. So that's, you know, is the handover going to happen after school? Yes. Or is the handover going to happen on what day so have a think about is it going to interfere with their sports you know um Mm -hmm. and and mum always mentions the what ifs so in the changeovers i think it's really important to ask yourself what if they move what if my ex or the 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 co-parent moves is that going to change and And should you put that clause in Mm. and what about when the kids go to high school and what if um one of us gets uh is you know if one of you has a job that where you might work over time, might it be better to always pick the children up from the the house mm. so that the kids aren't hanging around waiting at some public place or that whatever? Is true. So, that's you know. true. So yeah, that's a that's a one that if you think about it really well, then they'll it'll run smoothly. Yes, but just keeping do. the the best interests of the children in mind in all of these instances. Yes, um, and making it as 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 smooth transition as possible. Yep. So then we get to Christmas days, number seven. Yes. And everyone loves Christmas. Everyone loves Christmas, but people love Christmas in different ways Mm. and people have different traditions. So when I'm working with a client to work out what orders to propose to the other side, I say, okay, so what is her, his family's big time for Christmas? Do they have a big Christmas Eve and that's when everyone gets together? Or is Christmas lunch the big thing? Or is it Boxing Day? And and try to work out who's got the important dates and make sure that those children continue to have those Christmas traditions with that parent, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes uh, one person might not want Christmas Day with the kids because that's not a big deal to them. Mm. Um, sometimes Christmas mornings are really important to people. They are to kids. Mm. Um, and maybe you want to make it so that they have alternate Christmas mornings with you. And then you work out what the changeover is. Is Christmas lunch the big deal or not? You know, so... Think about how your life is. Um, Again, don't put something up to the other side when you know it's just going to annoy them or upset them Mm. if you want an agreement. Just Mm. try and think how it worked for the kids and try and make it less disruptive. Yeah. Um, they're not everyone, too bad. They, the kids find out they get double presents. Oh, of course. Double Christmas. Of course. And <laughs> everyone has their own tradition. So as long as you maybe write it down, what do people you what do people in your family usually do? When's yep. lunch usually? Yep. You know, is it is it really worth the kids? being dragged from one place to the other on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day, Day. yeah. Or would would it be better for them just to spend one Christmas at one place? And, and, and you know what, I love Christmas, and so it is hard to, mm. to try and think about that and, and missing out on some aspects of their lives when it's Christmas time. But in the end, it's it's their lives and it's their Christmas. It's That's not, right. It's not your Christmas to them. Yeah. Th- then main aim isn't to make you happy for Christmas Day. That's right. So, so you need to say, I have people say, oh, the children will be so upset if they don't see me Christmas afternoon. Mm, maybe not. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or would they They'll rather just sit down playing toys. their toys? <laughs> so, you know, and everyone's different, so just make sure yeah. you consider that one. Yeah. And that one, as Mum's mentioned in previous episodes, that's an emotional point. It is an emotional it's point. It's just one day that can cause a lot of drama. Yeah. So be aware um, that your emotions aren't getting in the way of negotiation. And, and if you have to give in on Christmas Day, um, just remember, 
Christmas Day is whenever you say it is, mm. either the 24th, the 25th, or the 26th. The kids are never going to complain and go, oh, but we had Christmas yesterday. No, that's true. <laughs> no one's going to complain. No and and gonna... having two Christmases is brilliant. It's a great idea. It's a brilliant yeah. idea. Okay, so um, number eight, similar to Christmas, is Easter. It's Easter, yeah. And, you know, again, and this is based on people with Christian faiths, but even people who don't have Christian faiths, it's still Easter and Christmas is a thing. That's it. It's so, it. it could be the eggs on on, Chris, on um, Sunday morning or it could be church or yeah. it could be that there's a big cricket game they all have on yes whatever it is so yeah. again be honest with yourself about what arrangements you had when you were together mm-hmm. and see if you can't keep those things in place mm. for the kids even if you're not there and if you don't mention it then it's wherever the, the cards fall <gasps> yes. so if you don't have easter mentioned or christmas day mentioned then it's going to be based in the orders if it goes through and it's signed sealed delivered mm. it'll be based on whatever's written in the holidays whatever week they're there and, and who knows whether it's going to land on your week or their week or and it might not even alternate yeah it might be that someone gets all of christmas you yeah. know you hope that people will be kinder yeah but it's not necessary and and you know that's Mother's Day and Father's Day as well for those things. Yeah. It's an important so, time for the kids to be with the right parent. Yes. The kids are not going to want to be with their mum when it's Father's Day and they're not going to be wanting to be with their yeah. dad. With so make sure that you can mention those special events. And so if you know if, you're, if you've got Ramadan or the other um, celebrations yep. in, in any other faith as well, make sure you mention those. Whatever's special in your family, um, if you both agree on it, you can put it in the plan. And, and, and when you're amicable and you're doing this at the beginning and everything's good and you get Lock it signed it and locked, then it's great because when it starts making decisions year on year that's when things can get a bit rocky that's right and people can manipulate the system so this is best so kids birthdays are another of the ones that normally when one child's got a birthday all the kids go Mm -hmm. and the person who with whom they're not on that day gets them usually from after school three till seven say um or if it's a weekend from lunchtime till seven at night um and that that seems to work well that way the kids get to see both parents on their birthdays get double presents yep. <laughs> yeah. and, not, and that's something the kids do want to do on yeah. their birthday it's i've seen they're more keen to see the parents on their birthdays than they are to yeah. see both parents at christmas yeah so make sure you mention it now some people talk about their own birthdays mm. now i've noticed that's not on the list nope why is that I think that's... Because it's, it's not about it's, the kids? It's not about the children. Yeah. You can be a big girl yeah. or, a, or a grown-up boy yeah. and have your birthday celebration next time you've got the kids. Exactly. Don't 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 put that on them. Yeah. And it's disruptive. I mean, kids need a, a bit of routine mm. and it's bad enough these other little t- hiccups. That, well, not bad enough. They're good celebrations. But, yes, I don't think it's very child-focused. And no. one judge I know... Uh, says I don't care about your birthday, ma'am. <laughs> so yeah, don't don't try and wheedle that in because you might upset a judge. Yeah. Different if you agree. <laughs> yeah, but don't go to court over it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So next is number ten is phone time. So any communications really? I mean, that's absolutely right. Now we're looking at video, and, and we're yeah. all Teams and Zoom experts. Messenger. And messenger. Yeah. So so with communications, what what's something that's usually set in place? Oh, usually. Um, if the children are older, they should be able to com- communicate with the other parent if they want to. Mm. If they ask you, they should be allowed to ring. That should be all children. Um, 
if uh, and that shouldn't be assumed it's, you should put it in your oh orders. absolutely put it in that yeah. if the kids want to phone the other parent you let them you'll get nowhere holding on to the kids tightly and not letting them communicate they'll feel weird about it yeah um but it's probably a good idea to have a time a fixed time uh especially if the kids are gone for a week mm. uh, um where the other parent can ring the kids yeah. and that's part of their routine and they regularly check in with daddy or mummy or whoever. Mm. Um, and you might put in an order that whoever the kids aren't with on, I don't know, on a Thursday night, mm. then that person can ring. Okay. And, and have a think about that too. Make sure you're putting it on a day that's not extracurricular time yes. or, or in or the middle provision, of something. Put yeah. a provision in. If, the, if, if Rosie or, you know, little Mary ends up as in judo team and, and going to, you know, sort of events, put it in that yeah. if they're at it, if they can't do it that day, they'll do it the next day. Yes. Yeah. And like you mentioned before, Mum, you said that you can put a clause in that basically says unless otherwise agreed. That's right. So in yeah. that way it means you can reach out and say, hey, we've got this thing on and it's going to be right when we're meant to be calling. Can we have the phone call an hour earlier or the next day? Then if they agree, that means you don't have to follow the court orders without That's getting right. in trouble. Yeah. There, are, there are a lot of people who had these things mapped out early, yeah. um, but they've folded it up, put it somewhere, and I like to think after two or three years they don't even know where they are. Yeah. And the kids flow between the households without being quizzed or stressed or yeah. anything but that's yeah. in a perfect world yes for yes. children so this is your backup this but yeah, is, so the yeah. next one is exchanging information about the kids so if you've got the kids with you um jimmy's got a runny nose you've had to give him panadol um and you're not sure you know he's had a bit of a temp but he's okay let the other parent know that when you hand him over to their care, especially mm. with a medicine or anything, because yeah. they might end up getting a double dose. Yeah, or you know? or they might not know he's had a temperature That's for right. two days, and then be and when go to the doctor, the doctor oh he's only been sick for a day, That's and the doctor right. might say come back when he's been sick for two days. Yes, so yes. yeah, so that's important. So um, with that uh, exchange of information, um, do. Do you think that that including like school stuff, um, teacher yeah. information, medical? I think with school stuff, I'd like the, to just notify the parents. We've done some precedent letters, sorry, notify the school that they should send double of everything out, yes. email it out. That's in the divorce course. In you the can divorce get the template yes. letter that you can send yep. to the school. Um, yep. That puts the pressure, doesn't have put the pressure on a parent then because if you have an order that, mum has to give this stuff to dad then that's an intrusion on her life mm. and it's a potential for an accidental breach yes um and more conflict yes so better to authorize the doctors to talk to the other parent um in the orders better to authorize the schools mm. to tell each parent um but yes the stuff that only you know that you need to hand it. You don't want to hand a child over who's had explosive diarrhea and vomiting for three days yeah. um and yeah. and been to the doctor without Letting them. the other side know so they don't go giving an ice cream or whatever. Yeah, that's you know. a great and so good just point. stay child focused yeah. on that. So communication wise though, you can put in your orders maybe how you communicate. Yep. Some people there used to be a dreadful thing called the communication book. <laughs> and uh, the way we used to use these old delivery books, the old fashioned ones with a mm. copy underneath it, and they were numbered. So everyone's communications were duplicated and couldn't be torn out without being obvious. Now we've got um, apps for yeah. that. There's yeah. an app for that. Yeah. So you use one of those parenting communication apps is probably the best way. Yeah. And you can give that parenting uh, apps or that 
co there's a common uh, email address that you can then give doctors and teachers and other people and that both you and your your other parent can access and that's pretty handy too because it keeps all your kids information in the one it does thing, and so. you can't delete it yeah um watch it some of them you can cut and paste and move things mm. um, but what you say there is stays time there and, and time-stamped and there forever yes <laughs> yeah. so it keeps people i mean it's got our little uh our compass for communications short and uh, no so nice and exact and short without emotion and i'm going to add without too many adjectives and if if some of those apps if you don't follow a similar pattern to that it sends you a warning saying warning this yeah. is not does it child focus do you know so, this do you <laughs> So, no, I've learned about it. So I think it's important that you um, have that, you know, that, that, yeah, I think that so. compass that we've talked about before. Um, so Some of them are free too, by the way, yes, aren't they? Yes. So ex exchanging info. Number 12 is respect. So okay. lawyers call that, if you hear your lawyer say, the non-denigration clause. That sounds um, interesting. It does sound interesting. It just means you're not slagging off at your other partner, the other parent's family or him, mm. um, and he or she is not to slag off at your family and run them down and say bad things within hearing of the children. And remember, um, those kids have great hearing. Oh, gosh, yeah, they do. Yeah. They can hear through walls, yeah. through floors. So, yeah, you need to make sure that you're... You just because don't. it's for the better of the mental health of the children. Because in the end, they're part you and part them. Mm -hmm. So if you're talking badly about the other parent, you're talking you're, badly about them. You're trash-talking them, yeah. And that, I think, um, what I've learnt through teaching and through um, pop courses, that the children... You know, they take it personally. They, they take it on. And so if you're saying that, you need to be aware you're hurting your children when you mm. say that sort of stuff. And not just on that day, you're yeah. affecting how they see themselves as they go out into the world. Yeah. So, gosh, so that's, you've got to do it. And remember, as, as your nana used to say and, and my mum, she used to say, little pigs have big ears. <laughs> <laughs> and they do. But she used to say it when kids were around that yeah. shouldn't be listening. So, yeah. yeah, just remember that. So the 12 so, agreements. Yeah. Um, long-term parental responsibility, day-to-day -day responsibility, term time with you, term time with them, uh, holidays, changeovers, Christmas Day, Easter, special event days. Like Mother's Day, Father's um, Day. Yep. yep. Kids' birthdays, phone time, exchange of info. And, and R-E-S-P-E-C-T. And be respectful. Yes. And the good thing about that respectful clause is mm. you don't have to write anything or choose anything you just there's a they've got a generic there's a thing. standard clause yes now, and there are, yeah there are plenty of other things you could add because every family is different yes. um yeah. and i'm sure mum you've seen a crazy a myriad of, of them of yes. different things you know and there's things to consider such as australian passports like you know who yes. can go overseas not that we really need pets, to worry about that at the sometimes. moment oh okay pets yeah. so all of that in your life, I think a good idea is to sit down and write a little timeline, a little mm. list of what is it you do every day, where do the kids go, and try and figure out, okay, when we're sharing, um, what are the things that could come up and what do we need to specify yep. in our plan so we don't have little confusion moments. Yes, which which are hard on the kids. So, yeah. so print out a few calendars. I like to see them printed out just while you work them out for real yeah. um, for a couple of years and just make sure it's going to work for you. Usually yeah. a double or two years will do it. Mm. And if you've got a diary, you've kept a diary, check through what your last year was. Oh, you know, the five-band championships are usually in October. Mm. What will we do about 
about that. That's mm. that's my thing, and he likes to take them swimming. That's his thing for the championships are usually in December or whatever. Yeah. So just put those in. And so um, with the 12 agreements and, and all the additional miscellaneous mm. stuff that people will put in, um, with the four personality divorce course personality mm-hmm. prisms we've got amicable so obviously with an amicable relationship you know it'll be easy to get the orders created and also probably you won't really need it too it, much you'll be able to ring up and go you know what i forgot this is on they go oh no worries i'll have him next yeah. weekend so amicable no worries but don't think because it's amicable you don't need one because sometimes relationships change if someone gets a partner is that right that's right amicable yeah. now doesn't mean amicable forever yes. so this is mm. a protection for that in case yeah. So after we've got amicable, we've got avoidant. Yes. So if someone is avoidant and they're the co-parent, does that change the way you write your orders? Not really. Um, You might take more of a lead, though, I think, on things, you know, like, oh, Easter's coming up. You might send a message. Easter's coming up. It's your turn this year for Good Friday to to, um, Saturday night. How about... Um, we do change over at 9am or how about I drop them over or whatever you need to do to make it happen Yeah. so the kids get to see that parent. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then we've got high conflict. So if you're writing orders or yeah. creating orders, what, how, what do you consider for high conflict? Oh, gosh, um, just be clear, be detailed and clear. Yeah. Um, and they're going to probably fight over every little thing. Yeah. Um, be prepared to give some things up. Yeah. It, it, you know, Christmas lunch um what do they say it's just sunday roast with crackers uh, <laughs> try to to keep your emotion out of it mm. and uh, you know if you, if they have to have it their way on things like that we'll let mm. them because if you win that point mm. um i suspect they'll be resentful and the, it might be apparent to the kids and with with Coming up with the orders, I think with high conflict, the more specific and yes. the less gaps, the better. Yes. So you need to really think about what every possible scenario is that could occur and make sure it's somehow covered in the orders because if it's not covered, then you're, you're open to for fights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, no, well, it, um, you may end up for the sake of the children having to give in mm. because you know the high conflict person can't. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so and that, um, be prepared to wear it. But, yeah. you know, be the bigger person yeah. on those so things. So think really hard about your orders if you're in yes. a high conflict. It's consequences, isn't it? And I think that goes the same, I guess, Mum, for manipulative and controlling. controlling. Yes. Actually, if a manipulative and controlling person proposes the orders, yeah. Definitely get out your calendars and just see what it really means. Don't yeah. be rushed. Yeah. Sometimes those sort of people give you deadlines. Yeah. Or, you know, have it back by Friday or you're not having the kids for the weekend. Don't do that. Don't be rushed. Yeah. Um, take your time. Go to a lawyer if you need to go through those orders carefully. Mm. Um, and, you know, and be aware that if there's a loophole, they'll they'll find it. Yeah. And and that's the same with I guess the high conflict. Don't leave any scenario uncovered because you know that will twist and turn it like you said. So mm. make sure you're very clear on when your holidays start and end mm. and all of that sort of stuff. Um I guess also when you are filing the orders you, you can't go back and change them really, can you? Unless there's a really, really good reason. You, if you need to go to court, mm. um, the court is not going to be keen um, to change orders for children 
if you've got them and nothing much dramatic has changed. So that's yeah. called the rule in rice and aspland. Yeah. Um, so once your orders are made, they're pretty well locked in. There has to be something serious change mm-hmm. um, before the court would consider it again because the court says um, overall the children's best interests lie in these matters being resolved yes. and consistency for the kids. And when we talk about manip- manipulative and controlling and high-conflict people, I like to think that's just their personality during the divorce. That's why mm. we call it the divorce course personality profile. Mm. Hopefully, after a couple of years, they're no longer high conflict or yeah. needing to manipulate and control. Yeah. So, But we're often negotiating these orders during a phase where people aren't at their sunny best. Yes, yes. Mm. So, yeah, I think that that's a good point, Mum. Mm. So, yeah, do, take your time because once it's locked in, it's locked in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so really don't be pressured, even if your lawyer's pressuring you just because they want to get it done for the day for five mm-hmm. o'clock. Mm-hmm. Just say, oh, I want to think about it and sit, literally run it through in your head. Look at the calendars and think it through. Is it going to work? Um, mm. So they're the 12 real 12 agreements that we think of yeah. underpinning most parenting plans well, yeah we forgot to say with changeovers times put your times yeah. in definitely your times like 4 p.m or at after school at three just for that clarity yeah, but that's yeah that's we, if you get those 12 sorted the rest should flow fairly smoothly yeah yeah. Well, thank you, Mum, for sharing your wisdom with us. You're welcome. And if you're interested, and good luck. <laughs> if you're interested in uh, learning how to craft your own parenting orders, uh, we take you through a module called Creating Your Own Parenting Plan, um, and you can create them into orders afterwards. And we take you through each one of these points step by step and show you really good wording and, and different considerations options. and yeah. and um, precedences that Mum has used in the past. Is that that's precedents? Right yes. Precedents. <laughs> Um, so if you're interested, jump on our website. Um, you can click on the button where you can subscribe and we will keep you um, notified of when we're about to launch. And we would love to help you, wouldn't we, Mum? We would love to help you. Yes. yes. All right. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. If you found this podcast helpful, we'd love it if you could rate, review and subscribe. By doing so, you are spreading the word to help someone else just like you. Lynn would like to remind you that this podcast is general advice only and you should always get legal advice in relation to your particular situation. And remember that the Australian laws may have changed since recording in 2020.